Hello, I'm Amy Stevenson and this is The Human CEO. In each episode, we'll be meeting with CEOs and senior leaders to understand their approach to leadership, the challenges they faced and how they overcame them. We'll also be asking what they feel it takes to be a great leader. Actually being genuine to your values and being repeatable as a person and being repeatable and showing that you'll stick to those values no matter what happens are probably the most important leadership skill I've learned you know, in the, in the entire 10 years I've been doing job. Welcome to The Human CEO. I'm your host, Amy Stevenson, and today I'm joined by Steve King. Steve's the CEO and co-founder of Black Swan Data, a SaaS company that uses social data to accurately predict consumer behavior. Steve and his business partner co-founded Black Swan Data because they felt that there had to be a better way for businesses and brands to make use of the mass data available to them. According to Steve, data is largely irrelevant unless you can harness its power effectively. Steve joins us today to share his insight as a leader and a human CEO. Thank you for joining us today, Steve. It's great to have you with us. Thank you, Amy. Very nice to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm fascinated but terrified by uh, what's going on in your in your industry. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what, what's going on. So can you tell us a little bit about Black Swan and what you're working towards, what it stands for, please? Of course. And first, uh, please don't be scared about what we're doing. It's hopefully for good. Uh, so yeah, Black Swan is a, a long-term prediction company. We listen to all of people's opinion, public opinions on the internet. So as you, you know, as you know very well, like pretty much everything you can find on social media these days, you know, what people had for breakfast, what they had for lunch, who they love, who they hate, what they had for lunch again. Um, uh-huh. you know, all of these opinions are being broadcast by people as a way of explaining what they're feeling about things. So mm-hmm. what Black Swan is doing is taking everything which people have broadcast, listening tens of millions of broadcasts today from people's opinions and shaping those into trends in, into the future. So we can look back on the last seven or eight years of people's opinions and use them to shape the trends of the next couple of years in the future, just to work out you know, what people are going to like and make sure that uh, the products that our customers make are, you know, are successful. Um, it's, there's a well-known fact that four out of products fail um, at the moment when, before, when they're released. So what we're really trying to solve is, is that issue and make sure that when customers Customers are releasing products. They're really what people want, um, and that everyone's going to be happy with them. Fantastic, fantastic. And so, Black Swan is ten years old. Just it is ten years old. Years although old. it took two or three years to get it started. So, I think right. like every um, bootstrap company, the uh, the starting date is a bit grey. But uh, yeah, so we're ten years old. We incorporated ten years ago. We've really mm-hmm. been going for it for about seven years now. Okay, fantastic. And so, as a leader of that organisation at that stage in its life cycle, trying to achieve what you're trying to achieve, what kind of challenges are you up against at the moment? Uh, I think the same as we all feel in our everyday life. It's people, isn't it? It's it's, mm-hmm. it's the challenge is really. So it took us a long time to find what people call product market fit. So those, you know, mm-hmm. are you having a product which you know you can scale and you know you can sell and you know is useful to people and you know you can build a roadmap and you can build a business around that. That actually took us about five years to get to get there um, and in that we did a lot of experiments of things that didn't work on our way yeah. uh, we kind of survived as an agency with a few product ideas and then lately we've really you know hit product market fit and started scaling yeah. um, really quickly again but all all those things are I think just shadow to how well you know the the people fit into it and and getting mm-hmm. the right people you know who are passionate and you know smart and love doing what they're doing and enjoy doing yeah. what they're doing um you know and are going to be in the same vision as you that's really the stuff which i you know i spend probably 99 percent of my time worrying about at the moment fantastic and so your journey into leadership was it quite an organic process were you always did you always sort of have your sights on a ceo seat or was it something that happened so- organically 
Amy, I love your idea of the human um, CEO as the name of a podcast. And uh, so I've got my own. I've, um, I've been writing a little book from the very start. It's called The Accidental CEO, which uh-huh. I think probably yeah, probably describes exactly what my background was um, uh, coming in here. So I was actually a software developer um, mm-hmm. before I started off, uh, before I came to CEO of Black Swan. It was um, purely circumstantial. Um, you know, the, the business just needed a leader. Um, and, you know, I was uh, one of the founders of the business and, um, you know, like software development, it was just a problem. Uh, didn't quite know what I was taking on this time, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so I have no formal background. I've been really lucky to to be learning on the job um, and just have some amazing support from people really to, to try and help me, you know, to grow a little bit into the role. Fantastic. And so in terms of the, the, the leadership approach then, are there characteristics that you think are important to, to leaders? There are a lot of unique and different kind of leaders. So um, mm-hmm. I can be quite outgoing at times, although I'm sometimes individual. I, so my, I, like, I call it, I like, I think they call it the leadership forehand and backhand. So I lead most of my leading is done by inspiration, by standing up on the table and, and shouting charge. And then you have mm-hmm. some amazing leaders, your backhand leaders. They really know process structure, how to make yeah. people really feel a part of it and, and go. And I think good leaders need a bit of both. Um, I, you know, I wish I had a slightly better, um, uh, certainly better backhand. But then aside from that, there's some, I think, core things which, you know, whether you're introverted, extroverted leader, whether you're organized or disorganized, uh, emotional or, or um, procedural, I think uh, being genuine is probably, now this sounds really bad saying it out loud, really, because it sounds like something you read in a book, but actually being genuine to your values and being repeatable as a person and being yeah. repeatable and showing that you'll stick to those values no matter what happens are probably the most important leadership skill I've learned, you know, in the, in the entire 10 years I've been mm-hmm. um, I've been doing jobs. Everything else you, you kind of are skills you can learn almost at leadership school, um, but that, the understanding of when to just remain genuine and to your values and not fold is is just yeah. like something you can only get from experience yeah absolutely absolutely i suppose there's been a lot of that for a lot of leaders over the last 18 months so just sort of standing there saying i don't know but let's figure it out yeah yeah and it's great isn't it when you look at like yeah. there's such a catastrophic event for everybody but just some of the amazing stories that people have pulled yeah. themselves through and just people have come together at times you know sometimes it's easy to lead a business in times like that because it's very binary you're either going to make it or you're not you know so you either get people on it and you're not and you can go it can be harder sometimes to lead in times when the decision is more complex or maybe you know people don't follow you but it's been incredible to see like it's just heard some great stories and not only from leaders but from people who've helped leaders get through yes. you know the last year or so that you know it, it gives you a smile on your face and it makes you get back up to work yeah absolutely absolutely and thinking about your leadership style then was there an experience earlier on in your career or was there a piece of advice someone gave you that's helped shape the way that you do things it's a, it's a good question i've never been asked that um i i had a um not a near-death experience like a knockover by a car but i had an illness um before i started uh, black swan with with hugo my fellow founder and it was one of the big reasons for starting black swan which was i was working in a big company really bad atmosphere bad culture no values just commercial decent like people and trying to do decent jobs but it just wasn't it so that was a real uh, kind of moment for me because i realized i didn't want to spend my life working in a company like that so hugo yeah. my fellow founder and myself sat down um, over several pints and said look you know we don't have to stand for that really we you know we can actually yeah. build something ourselves and think yeah. a bit different and so we have a lot of our values in black swan which you find on our website and you'll find 
you speak to any of our swans are one of them is 60 percent of your life is your waking hours is spent at work mm-hmm. which for me is like such a cold sobering factor the hours that you're awake 60 percent of them will be at your job um you know and so it's really important that you find you know you get you get good value out of that you know you've got to enjoy it you can't enjoy everything but you've got to like it's got to be challenging and it's got to be worthwhile because our lives have got to be worthwhile and i think that's kind of triggered a bit on my leadership uh, side as well you know, I, I don't like to push people on the weekends right and take the weekend off and come back refreshed yeah. uh, you know we can't make, make the job enjoyable for everyone and we do if we do mess up sometimes it's mean that we can make our employees jobs not as good as we should make them so it's never perfect but we always strive to make sure that everyone knows that's what we're trying to do and that if they're not yeah. feeling that they're really they're really satisfied and enjoying their job that mm-hmm. you know that they should talk to us and that it's okay to, to actually go and get another role as well if it doesn't work out too yeah fantastic and so I guess you've answered this in part but if there was someone looking to follow in your footsteps so either to start up their own organization or about to take a step up into a leadership role what kind of advice would you offer them so the first thing I would say um is a personal one which is have a little look at your own personal situation before you dive in I didn't I was I was just had my first child I've gone on to have three um and uh you know and like things haven't always been great because of that at home you know leadership when you're going and starting particularly a startup business or a mm-hmm. fast-growing business you know the hours are not going to be nine to five yeah. um and that you sometimes it's worse than the hours sometimes you come home with things in your head and you can't get rid of them for a while and you take you know bring them home so I, my first bit of advice is just to take a breather before you dive in there and go is this the right time in my life you know could I leave it a year maybe I don't leave a year or talk to the people around you and say I'm going to be gone for four or five years <laughs> doing this thing and just make sure everyone's cool with yeah. it yeah. and t- I had that conversation after which was a great conversation to have but I could have made my life much better and everyone's life much better um if I did that and then like, I just you have to do it the experience and the thrill of it being your call you know we've had times where payrolls been made by two days we've had times when you know we likely we were picked up by Twitter as one of their partners it just you can't sleep because you're so excited because you never yeah. thought it would actually happen to you um yeah. so it's a real roller coaster side so you just got to try it yeah. you know if you yeah. if you got if you can find the right in scenario just try it fantastic great advice great advice and so is there a leader past or present that you really admire this is this is one of the ones that sometimes stumps people but is there one person that stands head and shoulders above for you or yeah there is um and i'd just like to give you a little bit uh just say i could never be this person before i so it's not like a leader i aspire to but um i admire um is elon musk um, now, not to say he might be a lovely chap under what you read in the PR, you don't you don't really know, but that singular vision, and not just vision for like hard work, because that's just a part of the process. Like everyone works yeah. hard if you want to succeed. But yeah. it's that he just like he just wants to go to Mars. Yeah. And like, and it's just really clear. And like mm-hmm. everything you know, you can lag up in his business to the fact that they're going to Mars. Or that, you know, and yeah. I just love that. It's just the simplicity, the impossible goal. And you know, I'm sure he can be a bit of a nightmare to work with at times. But I think everyone who works from if you read about it the time when you're with him is so intense and so real and so alive that yeah. i love that what a you know what kind of person can bring that to other people's lives yeah. and you know and achieve what he's achieved so yeah i, I have a you know a, a lot of respect for him even though i could never be him yeah okay fantastic and then so what's next for black swan then so we're coming out the other side of, of covid obviously the business is is flying 10 years in 
11 years in. What's next? What's on the cards over the next six to 12 months for the organisation? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for asking. It's, it's, it's a great question. So we've been through several cycles. You know, we were we, we funded ourselves at the beginning. So we were a bit of an agency starting yeah. with the product. Um, we had, we've had all kinds of businesses actually, which we've either, either sold off or we've spun off and we've had some amazing ideas. So it actually, it took seven years for Black Swan to find really what Black Swan was about. You know, mm-hmm. and the whole Black Swan name is about predicting the future when it seemed yeah. impossible. Um, now we have built a machine that predicts the future in a year's time, you know, with 90% accuracy. Like it doesn't, the, the mind can't even start no. to understand yeah. how cool and weird that is. So mm-hmm. the next 10 years now is to really focus on why we started on Black Swan and really scale. So we've we've hit a kind of SaaS business now, so software as a service business. Mm-hmm. They scale really quickly. We're scaling 100% every year. I'd like it to be wow. 200% next year. Um, so just fundraising and scaling and trying to really get this technology to be ubiquitous. So whenever people are thinking about, oh, I've got to, you know, I need to look that far in the future. I need to know what people are doing. I need to yeah. design products or supply chain, you know, with accuracy. I want them to think about Black Swan. So it's really like it's our rebirth now again. Yeah. So just another 10 years of really, really focusing uh, on us and, and growing the business. Fantastic. And so if people want to understand more about the organisation, where do we find you? Uh, the best place is to have a quick look at our website, blackswan.com, where we have a lot of case studies. We can understand where we're helping a lot of uh, a lot of our customers. And actually, if you can track down one of our swans in LinkedIn, they absolutely love talking about what we do because it is just so new and we're just so lucky to be, you know, to be a part of it. So, yeah, as are those two, I'm sure you'll get you have your ear chewed off if you get in touch with anyone. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Steve, it's been brilliant speaking with you. I really enjoyed it. Oh, likewise, Amy. It was really nice to speak to you.